Welcome, welcome again to another episode of WCF Interviews. My name is Sir Rory Sprialis with my co-host, the prestigious Dr. Raheem Young. How's it going, brother? I'm good, bro. How you doing? Good, man, good. And also, we have a special guest, Soul Immortal. What's going on, bro? What's going on, brother? Glad to be here, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Glad to have you, man. So, yeah, so thanks for joining your, us. Your fatherhood journey, man. Uh, how many kids you got? What are the ages? I have one son. He's 13 years old. He'll be 14 uh, this June, man. Nice. Yeah. And so what that, has your... Uh, now, go ahead. Now, go ahead, bro. Well, uh, what have you learned from your son, you know, since he's been here? Well, you know, the, the, the thing with me is, uh, well, you know, you know, my son, my son lives with me now. So I'm a, I'm a single father, man. So that, that's a whole new journey. But the thing that I've learned over the last, uh, you know, he's been with me for two years now, is, is, is that I'm, I'm still learning this thing while I'm teaching him. And, and the reason mm-hmm. is, is because, like, my father died at a young age, right? So, so, you know, my, you know, when I was 12, 13 years old, my dad died, you know, my, my learning experience or my learning, it, it was capped off right there. I was kind of just reaching out to that. So now I'm at the point, mm-hmm. it's like I'm picking off of where my education stopped and, and I'm trying to learn it as I'm trying to teach at the same time. So, so it's a challenge, but man, at the same time, it's, it's a beautiful thing because, you know, I, you know, I wouldn't have it no other way than, than him being in my life like he is, man, you know. That's cool. So with, um, I know you said that your dad passed when you were um, when you were young. Um, did you have like role models to kind of help you out as far as like manhood goes? You know, I did, and, and the thing is, this is this is this is what comes to mind. You know, I hear a lot of conversation nowadays you know, on YouTube and other forms of social media where, where a lot of men are talking about, uh, you know, don't don't talk to women with, with children and all that stuff. And I understand it. I, I get what guys are coming from when they say that. But it, it's hard for me to lean that way because I have to look back at my childhood and say, man, you know, if some man didn't step in and, and kind of at least partially take a role in that, then I wouldn't be the man that I am. So, yeah. yeah. You know, my, my mom, you know, of course, some years after my dad passed away, my mom started dating uh, a man, and, and he was in her life for, for several years. And, and even though, uh, you know, even though I wouldn't, I wouldn't say this man was a, you know, highly, you know, an aggressive man or, or a manly man. He still taught me several you know, aspects of being responsible, of getting my money right, of of how to treat women, of how to treat people a certain way. And, and the thing, this is what I, this is what I understood, you know, as I became adult, and I look back at a lot of younger men in that situation. You know, when, when a man is, when a young man is, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13, you know, lower teens or even up to 18, if, if there is not someone for him to look up to, you know, a man for him to look up to, then he's going to have to go somewhere. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like when I look at, you know, the times of my life and my teenage years when I kind of started doing crazy things or when I look at young men now kind of doing, going down the wrong route, it's because, it's because they're just looking for some kind of masculine influence. Mm-hmm. And, and if no man is in the household, not in the household, if no man is present, even if it's like an uncle in the family, then they're going to look toward, you know, the guy standing on the corner because that's where the only source of manly aggression is. So, yeah. so that's why a lot of guys kind of, kind of, kind of go, go to the side because they're just hungry for that, that knowledge of being masculine, man. 
Mm. But yeah, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad my, my mom. You know, she she uh she was with a man during, throughout my teenage years, and uh and, and even though it wasn't my father, even though it wasn't the same experience, you know, you know, uh, mainly like the discipline that my father would have given me, uh, if he wouldn't have been there, man, no telling where I would be right now, bro. Really. Mm. So what would you say the biggest thing you learned from uh, your stepdad? I would say, man, j just, and I don't know if this was already in me, but just being compassionate for mm -hmm. other people or, or putting mm -hmm. other people's thoughts before mine. Because, you know, you know, he, he was a person that was, you know, he was very well off financially, right? Uh, but but, 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 but he, he always put the needs of other people over himself. I mean, he, he treated himself like he was a servant to the community. You know what I mean? That, but, but as you know, you know, after he passed away and all that stuff, I saw, I saw the legacy he left on this planet and I understood what his mission was, man. And it just gave me a whole nother sense of, of giving back. You know, it's like, it's like once a person understands, you know, that, that, that giving is the key, they, they don't have to worry about getting everything back. So I, I would say that by far was, was the most impactful thing he taught me, man. Not even close. Oh, that's cool. So, and you you uh, said something. Uh, I guess that that was interesting to me. You um, when you were talking about young men not really having like a father figure in the household, so they go out and look for people to, I guess, um, be examples of masculinity. So, what does like masculinity mean to you? Like what? What are some uh, characteristics or attributes of masculinity to you? Well, you know, I I, I can easily say that that what they are now uh, are different than what the, than what they were then. I at least thought back, mm -hmm. you know, when I was younger, I thought that masculinity or the masculinity that I saw was you know the people that that had respect, the people yeah. uh, that that the women admired, of course, you know, the people that just stood on their own, you know, just just. The people that had no fear in life, you know, coming up as a teenager, I, you know, the drug dealers and the, the people always fighting and the, and the brothers on the corner. The, these were, were at one point in time were, were the forms of masculinity I saw, you know, and so I understand what a lot of young guys see now. Mm -hmm. But now as an older man, you know, now having a certain level of understanding, but the ma masculinity is simply being comfortable with who you are, being in touch with, you know, your source you know, uh, uh, being able to stand on your own too, being able to, you know, just, 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 you know, a man can establish his own rules and live by that, man. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. But, but one thing, one thing I have to add, though, I, I'll, I'll definitely have to add responsibility. And, and this, mm -hmm. this is a lot of this is a hard conversation to have a lot of times. And I brought this up before, like, like we can talk about, and you can talk, you, you can talk about this in any community. You know, when things are going right, things are going right. But when things are going wrong, I think that one thing that a man does is take responsibility of, yeah. of what's going on. Because, And the reason I say that is because you can't say you're in charge of a thing when everything is going good, but if something goes bad, uh -huh. now, now it's not your problem anymore. <laughs> you fall back. <laughs> and I always, use, yeah, I always use the example that, like, like, like even a man in a household, if you have a, a, a husband, a wife, son, and a daughter, if, if all cylinders are clicking, you good. But 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 if, if your son is is failing and your son is doing stuff he shouldn't be, your daughter, your wife, 
if, if you run in the household, if you're a man, then you have to say, you know what, I'm responsible, or, or at least I'm the one that's going to put everything back in order, man. Or you can't say you're running the house. You can't say you, you can't say you're quarterback. You know what I mean? You you got to take charge, take take responsibility for the whole thing. And stepping back from the household, just us as men in a community, kind of like kind of like what y'all are doing. Man, I watched a few of the videos, man. I was like, man, like this is what we need. This, this is taking responsibility of everything. And that's what men do, brother. Yeah. Do you feel like it's hard for people to take responsibility? Well, I, I don't I don't think I don't think that is hard for them to. I just think that that it's a matter of them wanting wanting to step into that man role. Like it's like and I don't want to say it's not for everybody because I think all men are meant to be leaders, you know, just by I think we're naturally meant to be leaders. But I think with, with the world going so far back from where it should be, mm. now everybody's not built to bring it back to where it needs to be. Now, w- once everything's leveled back out, then I think men can easily step back into their into their place. But we're so far behind right now, it, it takes certain type of men to get it back to where it needs to be, man. So now, it, right now, everybody's not built for what we need to be doing. Okay. Yeah, um... I've been following uh, your, your channel for a while, man. I've, I've been getting a lot of uh, a lot of great uh, advice in regards to you know, manhood. Um, knowing your story a little bit, because I know um, you went through a divorce. Mm-hmm. I went through a divorce too, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's kind of around the time where I found your channel, ironically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, I, I guess speak on that a little bit. Um, was your experience like going through a divorce and um you know how was it with your with your kid like how has he uh grown since you you know yeah. been divorced well i can say this man you know uh, the woman that i married was my childhood sweetheart um uh, we started dating i believe i was almost turning 16 and she was 14 you know i had about a year and a half over so we were dating since teenagers you know mm-hmm. went through our uh, teenage years you know with the normal breakups End up getting married when I was, I believe, 21. She was, oh, I was, yeah, I was 21. She was 20, give or take. And um, and, and we stayed married for 10 years, man. And I'm not saying it was a happy marriage. There were ups and downs. But, uh, you know, I don't think any man should get married at 21. But, but the reason is, <laughs> it, it's such a small percentage that, that, that a man at 21 is going to be the same man at 31. But between every man that I know at 21 and 31 were two completely different people. So, so if you and that woman don't grow the exact same, which is hard, then it's going it's to be problems, man. But, you know, me and my wife, you know, throughout those years, man, we had fun. We waited until uh, maybe almost late 20s to have a child, uh, had, a, had a child on purpose. You know, we wanted to have a child, had a son. And then, you know, we went through that, those stages where it, just, it got too rough for us to handle because, we, we, you know, we grew two separate ways. And the thing is, my divorce was rough, man. It, it was it was rough. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard I said it on the video a time or two. I signed my divorce papers and got laid off my job on the same day. Wow. So, so wow. not only did, did my finances get put completely gone, now my expenses went up because I had child support. So it was like <laughs> but and, and life went to the bottom, like in a matter of weeks. It was lights off, pawning stuff for food, nothing in the refrigerator, you know. It was rough. It was, it was as rough as I can get, man. But you know, I you know, I ended up coming out of all that stuff. I ended up I ended up learning from that. That 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 was that 
that part of my life is a lot of the reason I can talk about stuff that I talk about now because I had to go through some stuff to experience it, talk about it. But mm -hmm. as far as the marriage, now me and my ex-wife, man, you know, we're cool, man. As cool as two people can be, you know. Um, now during the thing, now during this time, it was hard because you know I didn't want to get divorced because my son was two years old at the time, and I'm like, man, I can't, you know. But at the same time, I had to make a decision. I said, you know, am I willing to just sacrifice the rest of my life, you know, peace of my life? Mm. And, and all I could see in my mind, I just said, you know what? I just got to get myself right. So when the time comes and my son wants to come live with me, I can have my ducks in a row and, and, and try to make that time up. So that's that's really that's really how that worked out. But as far as far as like me and my ex-wife, like even now, man, we, we do we do a good job at, at co-parenting my son, man. It's like we have no issues. She's she's remarried, she has another child. Her 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 and her husband, you know, we're 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 cordial, we're we're cool. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's it's the best that a situation can be coming out of a divorce, hands down. I, I couldn't picture being any any better than that, man. Uh but but the thing is, you know, has my child suffered, has my son suffered from her? Of course, every child is going to suffer from divorce, you know. Yeah. But but one thing he knows, he, he's never seen me and his mother argue, never. Um, you know, he, he spends both time, you know, time block, you know, with me and her. Well, he you know he lives with me now, but he's down there a lot. So every, everything is good, man. Everything is good. The only thing I'm, I'm running to now is, like I say, now I'm at a point where, you know, you know, this is where the chapter in my life ended. So you know, me trying to raise a 13 year old son is like that's where my story ended. So now. I'm trying to, you know, learn it as I go, man, and it, it can be rough at times. What's the roughest part? Uh, j just, just to not knowing, like, because, because you know, normally, you know, as far as as far as anything in life goes, like when my son is going through stuff, like like in football, you know, he, he's in football, and and when he when he has certain scenarios, I can kind of think back and say, you know, man, I remember I was in. Seventh grade, eighth grade. This is how we used to do it. When the coach tell you, you know, this is how you move. This is how you do this. But but when it comes to me, me referring back to things that my dad did or information he gave me at 13, 15, 17, I don't have any doubt. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't have anything to pull from. And yeah, that's where it gets, reference. It gets dangerous. Reference. Because then it's like it's like I gotta pull from somewhere. So it's either well, it's gonna be television, it's gonna be music videos. Like my, my brain is gonna it's instantly pulling from somewhere. So so man, I have to make sure that I that I try to read certain books. I try to watch how you know certain men move. I try to just I don't know, you know, sometimes I just, I just wing it, you know. I kind of just put myself in a different position and say, you know, what would my father would have, you know, what would he would he have done? You know, I don't know, man. It can get rough. You know. Gotcha. But you know, um, I got married at 21, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll spit tomorrow out, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I was so 21 when, when, when I got married. <laughs> I was still married. Spectate. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Yep, uh, going on 15, 16 years. 16 years. Oh man, that's good then. Any, any kids? Yeah, three. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, you you uh. You you pass that curve once you hit that five year mark. It's like ah, uh, if you hit ten years, you might you, you in cruise control now, man. Yeah, it's um, it, it is uh, getting easier, like um, as far as like the marriage aspect of it. Um, but I think like every it 
and I agree with like what you were saying, like a person 21 is a totally different person at 31, but a 30, like a person at 31 is a totally different person at 41. So it's like, you constantly have to like recalibrate yourself and learn yourself and learn your, your wife. And I don't know. That's just how, that's how I look at it. You know? Yeah. Let me ask you this question, brother, and I don't want to get yeah. off the topic. I, I don't want to ask another man. So, so let me ask you this. Does it, does it, if you, if you understand that, that a man can pretty much have to, re, you know, recalibrate every 10 years, does, does it stunt your growth having to consider someone else's energy in that calibration? No. Like, like in other words, I'm saying, like, okay, okay. I'll just, I just, I'll just want to ask somebody. Right. Does, does uh, <laughs> recalibrate and slow your growth? Yeah, because you, because you have to consider somebody else now. You know. Oh no, no. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm in a relationship. I'm married. I have a wife, but at the same time, it's my growth. You know. Okay, I got you. So, um, and, like, and, sir, and the reason I ask. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. my bad. No, you good? What, what are you gonna well, say? I was saying like the, the only reason I, the reason I asked that is because like a lot of the reason of of, of me getting divorced like. Like up until the, up until I got divorced, me and my wife, we still loved each other. We, we argued, but we still loved each other. We were still intimate. It was still a marriage. Yeah. But but the thing the thing that that, that separated us w- was my growth. Like 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 you know, I started reading different books. I started at least opening my ears to different religions. I started you know, and, and she was like, no, you know, we're we're in this box. Like like you can't grow. In other words, if you grow, you're gonna break this. You know what I'm saying? So that that's why I asked, and I've never asked another man. I, I've talked about that, but but I just wonder if anybody else experienced that because I had I had to make a decision. I had to say, I had to say, you know, do I want to just remain happy in this shell, or do I want to be the best version of myself? Do I want do I want to do I want to speak to the source on a regular basis? Yeah. It was a, it was a choice, man. That was my choice. My choice was not about loving my my ex wife. It was not a, it was none of that. I love. I love marriage. I never had the thoughts of just being in the streets. Why not? I love having one woman and, and riding out, you know. Mm-hmm. But but I can't. I couldn't put that over like my life's mission, and, and that was my choice I had to make. And I, I think that's a choice that a lot of men have to make, you know. Not not even just married men, men in rela- relationships, because a lot of women uh, like like your wife apparently, man, is it, 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 they don't understand that a man is going to evolve and they have to give the man that room to evolve and follow his lead, you know? Yeah. I mean, but it's the flip too. Like the woman is, is evolving in that same time. Very true. Um, and just because like we're, we're evolving, that doesn't mean that we have to, like we have to evolve together. Or like we have to believe the same things. Uh, Cause me and my wife, we we don't really believe the same things. Like I'm not really into the church like that. She, but she is, and um, I guess we're just able to be flexible, and like she don't really look at what I believe or like the stuff that I say is as like being a disrespect to her or going against like what she's trying to do, mm-hmm. and like the same thing for me. Um, I don't know. I, I guess we just found that that space where we're able to be individuals inside of a relationship. And, and that's good, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's nice, bro. 
Yeah, you a rare breed, man. Uh, nowadays, <laughs> man, uh, people that are married more than 10 years, man, it's, it's going down dr drastically. Very, very much so. I didn't make it to five, so. <laughs> I, I salute you, brother. I salute hey, you, man. If you, if you didn't make it to five, that must mean it was pretty much over the first year. Because it takes about three or four years <laughs> to break up, right? <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, it was real quick up and down, man. <laughs> hey, bro. How, how old were you when you got? Were you young when you got married or was it like recent? I was uh, in my 30s, man. I'm 37 now. So uh, I got married when I was 32. Okay. Yeah, 32. So you, you, you evolved a few stages. Yeah, I, I did what you told me to That's do. I, I waited till 30. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, I waited. Maybe yeah, when you I, wait too long, you're too set in your ways, and you can't adapt. Yeah. <laughs> you can't make it out enough. Maybe I guess it's a double-edged sword that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we, we were married for three years. Uh, we were together for five total, but yeah, it just it was a big, a uh, real quick crash and burn, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it happens sometimes. But we, 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 have, it's similar to you. Like we, we got a good relationship now. Uh, we mm -hmm. co-parenting well, mm -hmm. uh, and um, I think I've I've learned more about myself being divorced than being married. If that mm -hmm. makes sense. Right. That makes sense. I had a chance to 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 really evaluate myself and my situation and uh and go uh. And go monk. Like I, I watched that video, man, like a couple times, man. The going hey. monk video. I'm like, I need to do that. Like really just again to myself, man, and not uh focus on outside factors yeah. and things, you know, really learn about me. You know, so, man, I, I think I think I personally think I'm a bad bro. No, I was just gonna say, what do you mean go a monk? Is that like the retention thing? Going monk. Oh, going monk. Oh, I thought you said go a monk. <laughs> oh yeah. But I, I think every man should should go monk. It, it, I think even a married man that that for maybe, and it's gonna be different. You know, maybe a weekend, maybe a week or two weeks out of a year, that even a married man should just kind of zone out. You know, you know whether he go, you know, hiking, whether he go to a cabin in the woods, whether he just go to his man cave in the house for several days and kind of just get back to himself. Mm -hmm. Don't talk to the kids. Don't talk to you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Just to find himself. I think that's healthy for a marriage. You know what I mean? I, I think that a woman should want her, her husband to do that. You yeah. know, because, because a woman should say, you know, I want I want you to stay. You know, I want you to keep. You know, to be all time quarterback of this relationship at all times. That if you need to get away to recalibrate, like you said, brother, then yeah, you you need to do that. And, and that might just be for a weekend out of a year. It might be for a whole month. A man go on a fishing trip, hunting trip. I think that's 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 so, but I think I think a single man should do it, you know, I, you know, because you know women women come in your life and you know women like hanging out, women doing, you know, I think I think you know every once in a while a man should just say, you know what, man, for the next month, two months, I'm just gonna chill. A couple of weeks, like I ain't finna, I ain't, I'm gonna block a few numbers, I ain't finna. And it's hard, man, because because when women know you're single, they always in the DM. They always, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna come over and cook. They always want to get over there, you know. But man, and sometimes I ain't gonna lie. At least for me, it's hard to say no. And so I say no, girl, don't bring your fine stuff over here. You know, you know. But man, when, I, when I get in that zone, kind of like kind of like now, man, I went I went uh, I did some fasting a few months ago. No, not a few months ago, weeks ago. And I just zoned out, man. Cut my ringer off. Went and did some hiking. And man, and really found found some some extra parts of myself, man. Like I hadn't even made no video. I think I made maybe one or two videos in the last several weeks because I just been like, I just been like stopping so I can listen. You know, you can't you can't talk and listen at the same time. You know, 
So I just said, let me be still for a minute, man, and just listening, man. And I kind of been hearing some things to kind of help me evolve now. So I think every man should go monk, whether they call it that or not, man. Just just separate themselves from daily life, you know, just so they can hear the hear, hear the source, you know. Yeah. I did an exercise with my son. I had him. Um, I said, uh, use the word "listen" and spell out another word with that same those same letters. And it took him a while to do it, uh-huh. but uh, I gave him clues like start with S. Yeah. Then you go with I. That's dope. I'm gonna see if you can do it. Can you That's do it? Solid. Yeah. So I tell him every time whenever I'm trying to explain something to him, like, hey, you gotta you gotta listen. Because if you're not listening, if you if you're talking, you can't listen. It's impossible. You can't, it's impossible. It's impossible. I'm about to use that, bro. I'm about to give you a plug like you. But yeah, um I guess another question for you, man. Um since uh, your son has lived with you, um, has there been any difference in his behavior or anything that's changed with him uh, most, in these last couple of years? Most definitely. Uh, j- j- just by him being, because it's just me and him in the house, so it's almost like just a bachelor pad, you know. I, you know, th- th- you know, he, he's just just from being a product of his environment. Of course, he, he's he's more masculine now. You know, he's. Uh, you know, you know, like if I say, I say like, if something's on your mind, like say it, like voice your opinion, don't, don't hold back. Like, you know, like, like even when talking to me, like you can be respectful and still tell me what's on your mind. You know, what, where, where it, you know, a lot of times if, if men are raised in uh, around, I'll just say around their mother, you know, they, they can, they can kind of, they can kind of suppress a lot of stuff. And, and thing is a lot of mothers suppress this stuff in young men and they don't even know it. You know, when, when they tell young men to stop doing the smallest of things, they're really suppressing some larger part of him when he gets older. So, so when the kid gets older and he's just, he don't want to talk, he don't want to this, he don't want, you know, it's, it's, it's from all that little stop it, Johnny, stop doing this, stop doing this. Well, he just, he's just being a, a dude, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, so over the last two years now, I, I've seen my son come out of that shell. And, and he's still, you know, it's not, it's not going to happen overnight, you know. Every day he's still coming out of him, man. He, he's, uh. He's vocalizing himself more. He's, uh, you know, he's getting more aggressive in sports. You know, just just all of that is slowly coming out, man. Uh, you know, and, and this is something I heard <clears throat> a while back. Um, they were saying that that a child should definitely be around his father, like between two and six or something like that. Have you heard something like that? Like they said, that's like the most most critical time for a, a man to be around his son because he, he's that those are his absorbent years. And I was like, that's weird to me. And then I heard it again, like, within the last year. And I said, that makes sense. Because if, if you have a son, like, 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 for example, my father passed at when I was 12 years old, 13 years old. But just because he was in my life between 1 through 12, mm-hmm. like, I, like, like, I'm not, I'm not going to say I didn't need him, but, but I was good to go from 12 to 40-something. Yeah. Because that foundation between those young years was made. I, I was better off having him then than, than him not being in my life at all and then meeting him at 12 years old. You know, because some, so much stuff would have already been in concrete of who I was, meaning him would have been like, like you can't even you can't even fix this anymore. So even when me and my son wasn't living together, you know, I was living, man, sometimes several hours away, man. I still made it a point to, you know, on Saturday morning, get up at four o'clock in the morning and drive three or four hours to that football game. And, cool. and you know, I need, he needed to see me out on that sideline because 
because I, I know the impact of that. Even if I'm, it ain't before an hour, he needed to see that because he needs to say, you know what, you know, like I know that that presence is there, man. It's important, man. It, it, it's so important. And I wish I could have been there like every single day between, you know, two and six or seven years old. But I'm just trying to just make the best of it and, and try to, you know, try to balance it out between 13 and 18 or whatever. Yeah, but you made an effort to, to be there. And that's, that's important, oh, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. That's something I'm struggling with now. I, I have my kids on the weekend. And yeah. not having them on the, during the week is, is uh, it's tough. You know, not being able to see them and not being able to tuck them in the bed and you know, those type of things. Uh, I miss that part, you know, a whole lot. Yeah. So. And those are vital. It's vital. It's vital time. Yeah. Man. The smallest thing. A lot of guys, a lot of guys, that I know some brothers that see their kids. They live in the same city. They see their kids. You count on one time in a year. And, and I don't understand that. I don't understand. And then when the kid gets, you know, older, they try to, you know, make it up for it. It's like, man, like, 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 like why is it? Let me, let me say this, though, bro. Let me say this. Like, I, I can even look at the women I've dated over the last 10 years that have children. You know, they may have, you know, some children were young, some were older. I've only dated one, one, one female that, that, that were, were, where the father was in the child's life at all. Mm. Now, now that could say a lot about me, you know, like, like, I'm saying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That could say, man, like, you might be dating some ratchet or whatever, you know, but they, they good career women, you know, good jobs, well, and, and I'm like, that's just weird to me, man. That's, that's weird. It's like, it's like, not that, not that he, you know, he comes, it's like, I can date this woman for months and never even hear about it, you know, all, all I hear about how he, he, not, and he might live in the same city. So it, it's common, man. It's, it's common for guys not to even be in their kid's life at all. No phone calls, no holidays. I'm talking about three or four times a year, you know, drop by on a birthday and a Christmas, and you think that's that's it. it, it it's bad, man. Yeah, it's tough, and it's tough on the kids. You know, the kids uh, hurt, get hurt the most out of everybody. It's hard. Yeah. So, let, me, let me ask you this. So, um, with, with your son, you and your son living together, what do you – tell him about women well this is one thing i don't do i can remember i can remember like when i was eight nine ten years old 12 13 my uncles every time i saw them they were like hey what's your your girlfriend name what's your girlfriend you know they were talking that talk and and what that did is that put me in a mindset of hey well apparently i'm supposed to be pursuing women at this point in time so so one thing i didn't want to do and this is what I, i started doing this with my nephew my nephew's in his 20s now, but when he was coming up 13, 14, 15, I wasn't saying who you, I wasn't saying none of that stuff. I said, mm-hmm. I was like, when that time comes, it'll come. And my nephew, man, he went through his 18, you know, he, he entertained girls, but he was, you know, now that he's 20, 23, or 24, 25, brother, you know, he's been in that gym, women knocking on his door left and right, bro. <laughs> so it's like, that'll come. But as far as, far as like women, you know, I'm sure my son has seen a, a YouTube video of mine before, so he he, he kind of understands my approach. That's why every time I, I say something, I have to understand that there's a good chance that he's going to see. So I don't want to say I don't want to say something that's not my truth, yeah. but at the same time, I don't want to lead lead you know my son if anybody down the wrong path, you know. So so he, he know he knows he knows that I'm very uh, funny about some of the way the the world works as far as laws and marriage. But but at the same time, I I, I te- well I demonstrate to him that 
it's not healthy to just be running, you know, having multiple women. I was like, you know, don't, don't, don't like, that's not cool. Like that, that's not cool. Down. Yeah. Not only is it not cool, it's not, it's not healthy. It's not healthy spiritually. You know what I mean? That, that's my main thing. Like, like you, you, you give me your essence out. So, you know, a lot, a lot of, you know, we can, we pretty much keep it at that. We, uh, I'm not, I'm not rushing the, you know, I'm not rushing the deep end of that conversation, you know, at 13, because yeah. I kind of want to do like my next, I don't, I don't want him to feel like he has to be out pursuing women now. Cause right now he's focused on grades right now. He's focused on sports. And if I throw something else in that mix, he's going to be like, Oh, you know what? Now I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to, you know, so I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to alter that, man. Okay. So you're going to wait till he uh, brings a girl to you or uh, brings a girl around? Well, and, and we talk about it, and, and he, you know, he he entertains women as far as like going to the basketball games and the other sports because you know the women are there. But he hasn't came home and said, "Hey, you know, this is my this is my girl." <laughs> uh, I think I think when it when I feel it getting to that point, then I just start easing more and more into it. But I got to stay ahead of it, of course, mm-hmm. <laughs> because what I don't want is coming home saying, "Hey, you know, I got a seven month year old baby," or whatever. You know, I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to be behind that curve, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I ain't ready to be grandpa. Ain't ready to be grandpa, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> man, for at least another 10, 15 years. Right. I try to stay in front of it, though, man. So let me ask you this, man. Like with the whole conversation tonight, it in twenty twenty one, what's what's more? What's stronger in a relationship, love or ideas? What runs the relationship? Love or ideas? Like with yeah. the ideas, like what do you mean? So like earlier we talked about, um, I guess like people's beliefs pushing them away or like being in a box around certain beliefs or um, ideologies. So is that stronger or is the love that the people have stronger in 2021 in the relationships today? For me personally, I would say ideas. Okay. Like, and for me, it's not even it's not even close. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll say I'll tell you why it's not close because because I, I can I can I can and the thing about me, man, you know, I can love a person, I can love a woman fairly quick because I, I know is I know my likes and dislikes. So I know I can gravitate yeah. toward a woman. And, and love a woman quick. I, I'm not saying it's good or bad or healthy, but but I can. But I can I can just as I can just as quickly quickly stop loving her if if it's if it's going to affect my ideas. You know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. So, so so really so really really at this point in my life, I, ideas have to be you know together first, and then the love comes after. Mm. Like I won't even let myself love a woman if, if it's going to affect that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. The idea is it uh, form the bond that you guys yeah. Yeah. have, and then you build and, on that. Yeah, and, and 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 maybe I'm not sure if that's the right way, the wrong way, but the reason is like that for me is because I now, like when I think back to my marriage, like that that's what broke us apart. The love was all the love was a cakewalk. Yeah. Fraction, all that stuff was nothing. It it was the expansion of ideas. Is what broke us apart. So if I can get that part done first, and then the love come out, the then it's gonna be concrete. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's just for me. I'm not saying that's that's the perfect way, but I'm I, and I'm basing it off of like my past relationship, mm-hmm. like because I, I know what broke us up. You know. 
so, 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 you know, and I, I say again. No, nah, I was going to say, like, in general, what do you think is ideas in general for relationships? I, now, I think that that's going to depend on the man because I, I think some man, some men desire to expand faster and further than some other men. Mm. Like, I, I think I think some men value, and I don't think one's I don't think one's better or worse or greater or less than. I think some men value, you know, the beauty of of relationships and marriage and all that stuff and and, and reproduction. I think that that that's the way that's why the world is balanced. And then some men, like some men, have no interest in love and marriage and all that stuff. And all they want to do is advance the world and, and advance the mind of man. So you know, I don't I don't think one's greater than the other. It's just a difference. In, in men, mm. and, and I think that if a man that wants to expand at a rapid race, at a rapid rate, wants to get with a woman, then, then ideas are going to have to come first, and, and that woman is going to be on that, set, on that same page. But if it's a, if it's a man on the other page, and love is more important than, than that, because you have some women who feel like ideas are important, and, yeah. and a woman who, who feels that way is not going to fit with a man who has love first. It, it won't it won't gel, you know. But I think that's what makes the world balanced, man. To have to have to have two different two different mindsets, two different energies. So it's, I think that that's for me. It's going to be ideas, but I think it's different for everybody. Yeah. You know, I think for women, majority of women is ideas. You think so? Yeah. Huh. Wait, <laughs> say that. Because you know how women have like um, the list. Like they need to do that six feet, uh, make six figures, you know all that. All, all that, all that is just concept the criteria. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's basically projections on uh, you know what they've seen yeah. throughout their uh, their past and uh, TV and different other influences. Hmm. You might have something there. Yeah. Even like their their ideas. My daughter, my daughter watches or uh, you know she's in the fairy tales. So most of the fairy tales end, end with happily ever after. Prince yeah. Charming, <laughs> you know it's. Yeah. I, I'm thinking like, should I even have her watching this type of stuff? Because it, it's uh you know making her think a certain way. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, it's it's uh it's probably uh, a good point. They probably do have I, more ideas. I can imagine. I can imagine having a daughter. Like I can just imagine the challenges that come with it, uh, and, and not and not the challenges like like when most men when you hear most men talk about having daughters, you know you hear you hear guys talk about oh well you know I know at some point in time you know you know guys are gonna try to start dating and all that you know th- those challenges for a man of understanding it's like you know that 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 that's nothing. To me, in my mind, what the challenges of having a daughter would be is is being the man that I want her to be attracted to. Yeah. Like, like like teaching her what kind of men to go after. That, <laughs> that's the challenge because if you teach her that, the rest of it you ain't got to worry about. Mm-hmm. You know, because, because think about it, I, I can remember back when we were in high, well, back when I, I was in high school and stuff, and, and once guys start t- turning 16, 18, and you start kind of entertaining, you're trying to get with the women, there were some women you could tell that, that the parents laid down some concrete law. And they were like, hey, you know, we can hang out, yeah, we can have, have fun, but there's some lines and every everybody knew that you know this group of women you couldn't cross that line man yeah. so so to, i can say if i was if i was the father of a daughter that would, that would be my challenge just make sure i teach her right man 
because that's that's uh man that has to be a job. It's a full time job. Yeah, and, and not and not because and not because of her watching you, but because of the influence and the walk videos and the everything oh, yeah. else that's going against what you like. Like I, I can imagine being a father teaching my daughter that hey, you know, it's okay to be cool. It's okay to be cool and have fun and, and, and be dressed nice or whatever, but you know, I don't know, man. Just you gotta understand that this world is doing a certain thing to you too, you know. Yeah. And it, that, that would have to be hard, but up, man. My daughter's three, man. I'm, I'm only imagining when she gets to be 13 and 14. And yeah, but man, uh, think about this. It, but think about this: the the stuff that she's gonna be doing, like the person she's gonna be in 10 years, 15 years, it, it's going, it's starting now. Though that she's already picking that mm-hmm. down, she can't even really talk about it. But she watches you, like, okay, that's that's what that's what daddy doing right there. Like, okay, yeah. And I know that's what that's what so and so down the road, he gonna have to check these boxes because. That's how daddy moved. Because I look at my sister. See, my sister older than me. And see, when my when my, my dad, I was 13, when my sister, my sister just started college. So so she she went, you know, she had those teenage years with my dad. And when he died, man, no lie. Look, you know, the guys that my sister dated in college and the guy that my sister ended up marrying got the same quality as my dad. She she wasn't dating none of these, you know, wannabe, uh, da, 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 da. she stuck to the script. You know what I'm saying? She was like, that's the that's how my daddy was. That's how you gotta be. And she stuck to that script. You know what I'm saying? So so they yeah. daughter is always watching, man. So your, your dad provided a template. Oh yeah. Yeah, he put the blueprint down, man. So when yeah. he was old, she was like, she would never, she would never in them streets. You know what I'm saying? She would never in those streets, man. She stuck to the script, got married, got kids. Boom. It, it's concrete, man. So it's it's doable. It's just that so many, it's so many fathers, and a lot of fathers put it on the mother. So kind of like a lot of mothers put put it on the father, put the son on the father. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of mothers, a lot of fathers put that daughter on the mothers. When, uh, when of course the mother is going to be the, the groundwork showing how to be family and all that stuff. But the father is showing her who she, who, who she needs to be attracted to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's crazy, man. Parenting is 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 something else, man. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I can I can say I've, I've definitely changed since I had my kids, man. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. You have to, man. And I can say this, man. Like, like I can easily say I've been meaning to talk about this, but I can easily say that if it wasn't for my son, that I I wouldn't be like where I am now, like as far as financially, as far as you know my career and all this stuff. Because because this is what happened to me, man. I've been meaning to talk about this for a while. You know, I had a good job. And don't let me run too long, man. If I need to stop talking, let me know, bro. No, go ahead, bro. You got the floor. So, you know, I had had a job. I had a good job. Corporate America, traveling a lot. I was traveling a lot. Single man. So I was traveling pretty much three weeks out of a month, right? This is a couple years ago. And my son was like, I want to come live with you. And I was like, man, that sounds great. Like, I'm about that. But in my mind, I was like, there's no way in the world my son come live. I said, one, two, one of two things that happen. I said, either I got to wife somebody up so I can have that woman in the household to help me take care of the household, or, so, or, or I got to man up and do what I got to do to get out this situation, man. And it just put me on this, it put me on this, this, this mission. And when I talk about like manifestation, man, I had, I had to take all the, knowledge I, I, all the knowledge I knew and put it to work, man, because I had, I had to put myself in a completely different scenario. Than, than where I was. I was living life, man, good job, everything. 
But I was like, man, the fact that my son wanted to come live with me, I had to, I had to go times ten to get to that point. And if he wouldn't have, and if he wouldn't have said that, I would have still have been cruising along, corporate America, living life. But I said, man, I got to be in position. So it just made it just made my mind start doing something different. Everything just start clicking. So man, I, I have to say, if it wasn't for him, it wasn't for that. That man, I I would have still been same spot, man. So 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 kids, so you know. You know, people always talk about what's your why and stuff, man. That's that's one of the benefits of having having a, a, a child. Like mm-hmm. there are some challenges to job challenges to it, man. There is some more financial responsibility, all that stuff. But there's some rewards to it too, man. Like like, you know, like when my son hits a certain different level or something, man. That's a a reward. You know, when I when I pass on, and I can leave him the information. He start doing it, man. That that's that's like a reward, and it's almost like I can use trying to better his life as fuel for my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so it, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of reward to it. A lot of people talk like, you know, I ain't never having this, you know, it's like, I get it, but there's a lot of reward to it, man. It's fuel. You know? Yeah, seeing a part of you grow and develop and become their own selves. You know, that's, it's, uh, that's the gift that nobody can give you. you man, know? It's crazy. It, it, it's a good thing. Yeah, that, that's that's the cycle, man. We working yeah. on each other. Circle of life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, well, it is getting close to time, but um, before we wrap, what's one like uh, piece of advice you would give to a new dad or a dad that's having some issues uh, being a parent? Uh, you know, just just some 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 jewels you could drop. Yeah, well, I, I would say, man, you know, with divorce being like it is nowadays, man, it's so it's so rampant. With divorce being like it is, and with so many kids being involved, I know I know a lot of people. Uh, there are a lot of people that stay married just because there are kids, and, yeah. and I can honestly, honestly say that crossed my mind for at least a year. You know, I said, man, I, I just want to stay married. But the thing is, this I said, do I want to see my son grow up in a in a toxic relationship? I said, that's going to have a harm on him of, of just cramming toxicity down his throat for the next 18 years. Yeah. I, said, mm-hmm. I, I said, we can just go our separate ways, man, you know, establish our lives said, and let me get in position to take care of him. So, you know, take, take, so I, I would say, man, you know, to people once, to people that, that stay married because, only because of kids, to just think about that. I think that's a, I think it's a bold move and, 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 and a solid thought to do that. But but think about the negative sides of that. You, you might could do more harm than good. And then I would say, you know, to a lot of people uh, that with kids, just always understand that your child is watching, man. Even when you don't think they are, man. Yeah. And, and I know, and this this is one thing with me, like like being a single father, man. You know, and, and the thing about being a single parent, period, men and women. It's hard. It's hard to be single, and you know, especially if you like, if you got a lot of people entertaining you, texting you, always want to hang out, and they even come over and cook. You know, I, I, I limit. Like, if I'm gonna have a a, a woman around my son, it, it's man, I'm telling you, you, you got to go through so many check boxes, so much time to get to that because, because I don't want, I don't want them seeing, you know, Christina one weekend and Jessica one weekend, you yeah. know. Cause, Cause that's gonna be stacking up. People be like, oh, like this is the way I'm supposed to move, like like dad move. So that, that's one thing, man. Just know they watching all the time, and you know, you know, and that that that's all I would say on that, bro. 
The kids are smart. That's great advice. Yeah, and I had, uh, I guess, two more questions, man. Um, you put me on to uh, to Neville Goddard, man. I was a uh, when I got on your Patreon. You know, what I'm saying you you mentioned uh, a few books. Mm-hmm. Um, what's one book you would recommend uh, to a dad? By Neville. Or by anybody. It could be anybody. To, to one book by Neville is The Resurrection. Uh, mm. The mm. Resurrection. The Resurrection Man was powerful, bro. But but I'm gonna tell you this: the book is crazy because the book that changed my life the most was by far The Alchemist. And the thing is, this, The Alchemist is is is, is a fictional book. Yes, you know, and, and I heard I just heard Will Smith talk about that book some years ago, and I read it. And uh, it, 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 the thing about that book that I like is that it let it let me know who I was and like kind of like what I was capable of. You know, it was a, it was a good read the first you know twenty you know sixty seventy percent, but that last twenty five percent of that book, man, I was like, wow, you know, it, it it was it was crazy, man. So it just it just connected me to who I was, and then uh, I like the Resurrection by Neville. But you know, another book that, that did it for me is the science of getting rich. Now, oh, yeah. now the thing is, the thing is, everybody talks about Napoleon Hill's. Uh, uh, what's the what's the Napoleon's called? Uh, Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. But to me, see, see uh, 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 Wallace Waddles wrote uh, the science of getting rich, like in 1903. To me, it seems like Neville. It seems like Napoleon Hill just read that book and expounded on it. And yeah. The science of getting rich is a, is a little bit smaller, you know. But they're they're, they're both saying the same thing. But uh, but but Think and Grow Rich. I mean, uh, the science of getting rich. When it, when when uh, Wallace Waddles started think, started talking about that thinking stuff, you know, he was way back then. And he was ta- he was trying to put it in words, and it sounded crazy. He was like, "There's this thinking stuff. Like when you think of things, there's this stuff that goes out and creates this world, man." He was breaking that stuff down, man. And, and I'm telling you, but like, and, and like when I said when I got divorced, you know, my twenty, you know, my th- this is th- it was that kind of material that caused the separation. Like I started reading Napoleon Hill and, and all these other guys at about twenty three, twenty four. And when I started reading that, it started it started steering me away from what I've been known. So it caused my relationship to grow. So mm-hmm. I mean, to go apart, man. So, right. so, so man, yeah, th- those are some good books. Um, man, I was I was watching, I was just listening to an interview this weekend. It was an old interview with Bob Proctor, and somebody asked him what his top five books were, and I was like, I was just listening, I was cleaning. And I heard and the first four he read, he said, I knew those, you know, those kind of no-brainers. But then he said one called You U Squared by uh uh his name is Pritchett. Uh it's called Pritchett U Squared. I think it's called U U Squared or, or U. I'm about to text it to you. It's called U Squared. Uh I think I'm it's like, Google he, it right he, now. He's out of Dallas. And I heard that, I was like, man. So I, I, it's about three in the morning. It's about three in the morning. I Googled it. Price Pritchett. Yep, that's the name. What's the name of the book? Is it U2, U-squared? U-squared. Yeah, and that book, man, you can probably read that book in about an hour and a half, two hours, if you went straight through. It mm-hmm. ain't but a few pages, and it pages a new chapter. I ordered that book. I, I, so I, I heard that at three o'clock in the morning. I got on Amazon at three in the morning and ordered it. That It came that day. By 10 o'clock that morning, I was reading it. By one o'clock, by 12 o'clock, one o'clock, 
but my whole world was going somewhere else. It it changed it, it, it altered my projection that quick because this is what it was saying. It was saying that it was saying that people think that success is like ladders, ladders, take step, ladders, succeed. He said, succeed, succeeding takes quantum leaps. He said, everybody already knows what it takes to get to that end goal. Like if we all want to be millionaires, we all not even money-wise, if we all, all want to hit a certain level of success tomorrow, we know what it takes. It's just our mind is saying, you know what, we got to take a little step at a time. You want to grow your channel? Grow your channel. But, but look at the people who grow a couple hundred thousand uh, subs in a matter of two or three months. Yeah. If it happens to one person, it can happen to anybody. And that's what he was saying. He was like, these people are thinking quantum leaps. He said, you just got to move in a certain direction, man. So, so you can see, you can see I, I just, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I took one of these empty bedrooms, man, and now I'm making like a little studio out of it. I got my artwork up. I got some stuff I got to put together. So I'm getting my stuff right because I'm taking the quantum leaps now, man. I'm going to start doing some live streams, some podcasting. It's like, it's like I know what needs to be done to get to the end level. But it's like in my mind, I was like, oh, well, it ain't time for that yet. It ain't time for that yet. Where mm-hmm. some people are saying they want this time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That, book, that book, man, I was like, to be so simple and to be to be a book I've never heard of, I said, man, how that book changed me in, in an hour? It had me going to yeah. changes, look, looking at life different. Like It had me asking myself, why, why am I not doing certain things if I know that these certain things will get to the result I'm trying to get to? Mm-hmm. Like why? Why not? You know, it's crazy, man. Quantum leaps. That's what he talks about. Yep, a high velocity formula for multiplying your personal effectiveness in quantum leaps. Yeah, man. That's the name of the book. I'm gonna check that out. And when, and when he opens it up, the first, the first opening up, he gives a scenario he's 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 observing, and just from reading that alone, he it, it's gonna open your mind up. Just from that first scenario, bro. I was like. It's crazy. And I ain't going to tell it to you, brother. It's going to be... Oh, crazy. yeah. No, no spoilers, man. <laughs> the first page is going to be like, wow. Like, okay, I know he's about to go in. You'll see. It's one of those ones. Okay. I got you. Yeah. And um, tell me, where can the people find you, man? If someone uh, didn't know where to find you, where can they find you online? Well, you know, I have uh, two YouTube channels. My old YouTube channel, which is just Immortal Minds. The new one is Immortal Minds Conversation with Soul. Uh, Instagram underscore Immortal Minds, Twitter, everything else is Immortal Minds, man. Uh, and I'm there. Gotcha. I appreciate you, man. We're going to wrap another episode, another great episode. This is one of my favorites, man. Yeah, Don't that talk. was dope. Dope conversation. <laughs> yeah. And don't, <laughs> don't, uh, don't hang up, man. We're going to have a little post game. This is what happens. People normally, uh, we end the conversation and people hang up right away. Oh no! Post game, uh, but yeah, thanks again, uh, Soul Immortal, and uh, at ease. I want to say at that ease. at ease. All right, <laughs> 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 uh, you, uh, you can stop recording. Yes, yes. Thank you for listening to WTF interviews. If you want to get in contact with us, you can reach us via our website wtfatherhood.org. Uh, Also, our Facebook page and our Facebook group will be listed in the description below as well. Uh, I ask you to leave a a review as it helps more people receive the message. And uh, again, until next time, be well. You already are.